Hey, it's Migs, and welcome to episode four. Well, to be honest, I think this might have been the most difficult episode to record. Um, it's one of those where you've you've kind of got the momentum started with the first couple, and then um, you get some feedback, you try to figure out what you want to do, and then you kind of hit a wall of how you need to approach it and when you're going to do it. Um, so I think... What I've put together will be a good one. Um, don't really have any updates with how this anchor situation is working or putting together a podcast. Uh, pretty much approaching it the same I am so far. And so uh, today we're going to talk about the girls, family, um, what we did this past weekend. We had a lot of family stuff going on, so kind of get you guys um, some good stories from that and ask for your thoughts as well. Um, and then I'm going to dive a little bit into some sports. Um, the college basketball uh, March Madness taking place now. And a little blurb on NBA since I got a chance to watch a couple games this weekend. So, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on in. So, the girls are hilarious right now. Um, Stella is... 18 months. We just had her check up the other day. Um, and she is starting to stand up for herself and really display uh, her true colors. Um, now that she can fully play with Harper and it's hilarious. She likes to, um, egg Harper on sometimes, but then she also is, is very much wanting to play by herself more often than not. And Harper's not exactly sure what to do with that because she was hoping that Stella would always want to play with her. Um, that's not the case. So I think uh, this coming summer will be very interesting for Katie to kind of figure out you know, how they'll interact with each other all the time. Um, they're really good with sharing toys for the most part, but just that, that shared space seems to be the difficulty for them. Um, but it's also extremely cute. Um when they are both excited together. Uh, like one of the things that is really just blowing their minds right now is when they, when we decide to have them wear matching PJs. Um, one of them will see the other in the PJs they're about to put on and just freak out. And then they'll both kind of just run around screaming so happy that they have matching PJs. Um, I never thought that would be a thing, but apparently it is. Um, and then Stella's also um, feeding herself for the most part now with fork and spoon. And she's super, super observant. And so she has seen us um, blow off bites as we eat them. Uh, you know, like soup or um, like a grilled cheese or something whenever we're about to take a, chi- take a bite, kind of blow it off. Well, she has now taken that to the next level and will occasionally just blow everything off. And so the other day she would, we had uh, basically fajitas and she had some shredded cheese on her plate. So she scooped it up and was blowing on it, but didn't really realize if she blew on it that it would just fall off her spoon. So um, <laughs> she, she would just eat a mouthful of empty spoon and do it again. Um, she also um, is doing this thing and I remember Harper doing it too. I don't remember how long it lasted, but. It was definitely something Harper did as well, is that whenever they take a bite, they just go, yum, 
and it'll be 10, 15 bites in a row. It's always yum. It's the best thing in the world. So uh, it's just some of those little things that you don't realize until you have kids how fun that can be. Um, and even like my brother was five years younger than me and I don't remember any of that kind of stuff. So um, definitely take an opportunity if you um, have nieces and nephews to uh, look into that if you don't have kids of your own because it's it's one of those moments where you know I wish more people could see the interactions or those moments because they're they're truly awesome and um, I forget who I was talking to it about but it's one of those things where you wish your life um, was always recorded so you could see those moments because a lot of them are just so quick uh, that you, you don't have a chance to pull out your your phone in and record it um, let's see where should I go next let's just talk about this weekend uh, we went back home carrot Katie's family, um, her grandma turned 90, big 90, and so they had a ton of, of the family fly in or, or drive in because um, she had eight kids, and so the extended family was, extended family is quite large, um, but we had a nice dinner, um, and the girls got to play with some of their younger cousins, and so that was a lot of fun. Um, thankfully, one of the aunts uh, decided that she wanted to sit at the table with all the little kids. So she had, I think it was seven kids between the age of three and I think nine. So, uh, more power to her. Uh, she, she kept them under control for the most part. Um, but the night before that, uh, we, we met up with, uh, some of the cousins that are our age at a place called Armored Gardens. Uh, you guys should check it out. It's Armored Gardens. I think it's, um, Bettendorf, Iowa. If you do Armored Gardens Quad Cities, you'll see it. Uh, they have 100 taps. Yes, 100. Zero, zero. Um, those of you who know, I'm not a huge beer drinker, so uh, there's a few on there that I tried. Um, otherwise, I kept it pretty simple. Um, last time we went there, they had uh, the Cider Boys Grand Mimosa on tap, which I drink regularly, but uh, I just got it on tap. Uh, so that was fun. And they had half-price apps, so that was... Definitely an easy night to just go out. Um, grandparents watch the girls, so we made a night of it. Um, we definitely have to go back to this place in the summer because it's one of those bars that has an outdoor area that I think has bocce ball and ping pong tables. So that would be super cool to check out when it's nice out and not, you know, 50 or below when we're out there. Um, what else? We... Uh, Oh, I got to play some Catan uh, with um, uh, Katie, uh, Stella's godparents and um, their brother and significant other. Uh, we uh, played five-man Catan, which this is only the second time we've played five-man. Um, the expansion pack, you can play six, and I know a few of us have talked about getting that together. Um, it's... It's interesting. Um, you kind of have to tweak the rules to make it enjoyable uh, at that level because of so many uh, roles between your turn. Um, but it's it's definitely something worth uh, trying out. Um, if you've never played Catan, the idea of the game is that um, each space on the board has uh, a number associated to between, between 2 and 12 um, because the premise of the game is you each turn somebody rolls the dice and then whatever number that is, 
the people that have connections to that number on the board get those resources and you use those resources to build towns and cities with the objective of you know a town's one point cities two to eventually get to 10 points and then you win the game um it's not super hard game to understand or um really need a huge deep dive on the strategy uh, when it comes down to it, you want to get the higher probability spaces, and it's all in the luck of the dice, really. Um, so that was, that was a good time. Got to play that for a couple hours on Saturday uh, before the big party. So uh, it's just one of those things where uh, game nights, uh, me and Katie are trying to get back into doing them with some of our friends. It'll be nicer here once the girls are on a good um, sleep schedule together. Right now they're kind of staggered, but uh, when the summer comes and they'll be a little more worn out, I think we'll we'll try to... Get some of those going again. Um, the last thing I want to talk about the the uh, family party was after the dinner, we all went back to one of the uh, family's houses and uh, just hung out for a bit, had some drinks. The kids got to play a lot more. And um, one of the cousins is, I think, about three months older than Harper, so they were just having a ball together. Um, their great-grandma got them all some... Like, Glory backpacks and pouches and all the stuff. So they were just running around the house nonstop. And then they decided they were going to play school bus. Well, basically, I don't even think they played full school. They just kept on uh, going to different spots of the houses and different spots in the house and waiting for the school bus to arrive. Um, they both start kindergarten next year, so they're, they're ready to go. And then uh, one thing that you may kick, get a kick out of... Uh, Somebody gave the girls a dollar bill, and I'm not really sure why or how. Um, Harper said she earned it, so I'm not sure what she did to to get a dollar. But then she wanted to hold on to her dollar and Stella's dollar, dollar, but she doesn't. She didn't have pockets because she'd already changed into her PJs. So um, when this situation arises, because it has before, she puts them in her pants. Um, as her makeshift pocket, um, which is fine, but uh, this time she she put it down her pants, and then somebody asked, like, "Hey, can we put that away?" And as she reached in to grab it, it just kept on going further and further down her pants. So then there was a dollar crumpled up between in, in both legs, right behind her knee, <laughs> and she was like walking all uh, uh, spread legged, like crouch walking around going ah the itches it itches or no it scratches it scratches because it was just <laughs> scratching the back of her legs and that's my daughter um for yeah she's i'd say she's more katie Sauter than mine for sure um for those of you here in uh, the great state of illinois you got to experience the lovely weather um on sunday i was thinking about about 65 uh, down by us um, super sunny, um, strong breezes though, but, um, made for a great day. Uh, me and Harper were able to go on a bike ride together. Um, we all played out in the yard for a while and then we even got a chance to put Harper's kite that she got, I think last summer to the test. Um, honestly, it's not a kite that's super easy to fly because it has a weird design. So it always kind of flips over and crashes. So we're going to try to find her another kite for the summer. Um, let her fly it herself out in the Probably out at the school because it uh, wasn't super easy to fly in our neighborhood. Um, all right. 
So we're at 12 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and mark it here. And we'll jump to sports now. Uh, let's go ahead and do NBA first. Uh, while we were out at Armor Gardens, we got to watch the Lakers and Milwaukee Bucks game. Uh, super interesting game. Um, one of the cousins is lives in Milwaukee, so they were super vested in the Bucks. And I was just intrigued to watch uh, LeBron and Giannis because um, they they definitely are two of the premier players in the world, uh, probably the top two in my opinion. And um, watching them at the All-Star game, um, towards the end of that, if you guys watched it, the Elam ending, everybody took it very seriously. So uh, you got to see them kind of go at it and to see them go at it again in a game that they both taken very seriously uh, was pretty cool. Um, end of the day, Lakers won. Um, to be honest with you, I don't think the Bucks have a chance at winning the championship this year. Um, really, it's it's still LeBron's league. Um, I, I'm not sure I like the Lakers. They seem um, a guard short from from being a truly dominant team in the league. Um, a lot of it rides on LeBron and Davis right now, and I understand they're both you know two of the top ten players in the league, but I feel like you still need to have a guard that can kind of make everything happen for the team. I understand LeBron will run the guard when he needs to, but it's just kind of that different aspect. I mean, when he was with the Cavs, he always had Kyrie with them, or on the Heat, he had Dwayne, so he didn't have to be the full... Uh, um, facilitator that um, that point guard role kind of needs. Um, he can he can do it a little bit um, in spots. He can pick and choose when he needs to to assert himself. Um, but otherwise, letting the team, letting the game come to him is is more his style. So, uh, really interesting to see how they do. Their main competition in the West is going to be the Clippers. Um, I mean, you got Kawhi and Paul George, and Kawhi won the championship last year. Um, I don't know. Again, if, if they're as deep as they need to be, but I think they're gonna they'll match up with uh, the Lakers pretty well, and that should be a really really good uh, series if it comes down to that in the Western Finals. As far as the Bucks, I mean, it's it really feels like it's Giannis and pieces. Uh, he, he doesn't have a true number two with him. Uh, I think that probably should have been something they did at the trade deadline. Um, I I mean, yes, they're in the East, and it's they're fine right now. Um, the Raptors and the Celtics are, are good as well. And they'll, they'll definitely push them towards the end of the year, especially with Giannis being out for a couple weeks. Um, I think, I feel like they have the similar problem that the bulls had when the bulls had their, their run there for a few years. They, they have a lot of good pieces, but they don't have the star power. The bulls had Rose and the bucks have Giannis, but beyond that, they don't have anybody that you're going to be like, all right, we need you to carry this game and we need you to drop, you know, 30, 40 points because our number one is having an off night or LeBron has decided to shut you down. So you need somebody else that's going to carry the team. Um, and I think that, and then they're getting all their wins right now because they're, they're pretty deep. Um, like their, their bench is better than a lot of other people's bench. So they can just kind of overpower teams and, and get the win. Uh, kind of like the bulls did. The bulls got to their, their high win totals by just, playing maximum effort day in, day out. Um, and I, I fear that's that's why the Bucks are as good as they are right now, which is fine for the regular season, but getting to the playoffs 
you need to be able to have that next gear. And I feel like they're already using that next gear right now to get where they are. So I think their, their potential is limited. I think with the East, they still have obviously have a chance to uh, pretty easily make it to the Eastern conference finals. Um, and then face off with either, you know, probably the Celtics or the Raptors or maybe even the Sixers. Um, but I don't think they'll be able to take down either the team in the West. They're just a little bit too thin on that star power. Um, next, we'll quickly touch on college basketball. Um, I'll plan on having a bigger college basketball um, section a week from now because we'll have brackets out from Selection Sunday next Sunday, and then uh, the first four games will start in, uh, that following, uh, the Thursday after this one. I don't remember the dates. Um, but honestly... One of my favorite times of the year, if not the favorite time of the year for me. Um, I just love those first four days of the, of college basketball. Uh, I'm sorry of the uh, of the dance. Um, Zags obviously um, doing well. I easily put them in the Sweet 16 right now. Um, they'll get a, they should get a one seed out west, uh, bearing something catastrophic tonight um, in their matchup against San Francisco. But they should be uh, number one in the West, and they actually get their first two home game, first two games at home. Basically, um, they're in the Spokane uh, City Arena. Um, it's I'm not really sure how they they're allowed to play there. Um, I mean, the rule states that as long as it's not in your home arena, you can have a home game there. I mean, you can play there. So they're gonna play like you know five minutes away at, at the uh, at the arena. So. I don't really see them losing at home, quote unquote, home in the first two rounds against um, 16 or 8 9 seeds. So, um, should be a six straight Sweet 16 or better. And they'll go to LA next, or LA after that. Um, so, I'm super excited that they get to stay on the West Coast and give them a good chance to get to the Final Four. Um, if you are interested in some good basketball, the West Coast um, Conference Tournament. Semifinals are tonight, and then the finals, I believe, are just tomorrow. I don't think they get an extra day off. So you have the Zags in San Francisco tonight. Um, San Francisco has played them super tight the two games this year, so honestly I feel like that will be a six-point game probably, give or take. Um, and then the second game is BYU versus St. Mary's, and they split the regular season. Um, both games decided by two points, I believe. And I really think if St. Mary's keeps it close, they'll be a shoe-in for um, – an at-large team, and so um, I think they'll play it close. Um, if you can shut down Ford, I think BYU can can kind of roll with it. If, if Ford for the Gales is able to play, um, I, I really think it's going to be a really, really tight game because they're two of the best offenses in the country. A um, couple other items of interest. Bradley won the Missouri Valley Conference, second year in the row. I think this year they were a four seed. Um, Crazy upsets in, in that tournament. Uh, I guess that's why they were the original March Madness. Um, Northern Iowa had won the regular season, so I'll be curious to see if they get it at large. They they don't have the best resume, but um, and they I think they got beat by like 21 points in their opening round of of the tournament by Drake. So that could definitely definitely send them to NIT if if uh, if the bubble keeps shrinking around the leagues or around the uh, the country. And then lastly, Big Ten, Wisconsin getting a share of the title. 
Not really sure how that happened, um, considering one of their best players transferred in January. Um, I, I really don't know what to say about the team. I think today they came out as number 18 in the AP polls. So I'm very interested to see what seed they get. I mean, that would put them around a five. To say that Wisconsin is a five seed in the tournament is bizarre to me. I mean, I, don't, I really don't know if they're that good. Um, I'd put them... I feel like putting them in the 7-10, 7-10 game is bad, and putting them in the five twelve means that they're going to get some sweet underdog team to probably push them. So if I was a, a Badger fan, I think I would hope for uh, an early loss in the Big Ten tournament and try to get that six seed so you can kind of kind of ride a, a smooth first couple of games in the in the dance. All right, um, I think I'm going to save grab bag for next time, and also next time. I th- Planning on having a couple guests. Uh, probably going to talk about some TV shows, movies, podcasts, and hit our grab bag pretty hard. Um, but before that, I'm going to hop on over to Song of the Day. So today's Song of the Day is From Now On from the Greatest Showman movie. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, I would highly recommend it. It's kind of like the uh, story of creation of the circus um it's a musical just fyi um but honestly a lot of songs are really good a lot of uh current artists kind of came together and did a a remake of all the songs from it since it was such a a hit um this one i i like the remake version by zach brown band um but honestly it's probably my favorite song from the original um, I feel like it's a very underrated song from the soundtrack. Um, you know, a lot of people know the the main songs. Um, Drawing blank. Um, where are they? Like the greatest show, um, the intro song, really good too. Um, it's probably my second one, but uh, this is me is the main one that people know. Um, I really think from now on, uh, then the movie is it's a really uplifting song. Uh, kind of rem- reminds you to helps you remember to just stick with it. Don't forget your roots and, and know what you're going for. Um, me and Harper like to jam out to it. I'm sure Stella will once she once she understands it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, from now on, from the Greatest Showman soundtrack.